Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're actually here in beautiful Tainan, Taiwan. We're actually making a circle of the island. We started in Taipei, the capital. Then we went to Taichung. Then we're here in Tainan. We'll be heading to the east, which is supposed to be quite beautiful, and then heading back into Taipei. And we're documenting all our trip on social media, on our blog, on our YouTube channel. And of course, we're still podcasting away as we travel around the world. And um, we actually love interviewing fellow entrepreneurs, fellow authors, and fellow Canadians, and of course, fellow friends of ours. And I have a good friend of mine, Christine Till, who I've known for several years. I actually knew her before I even knew my kids. <laughs> I actually knew her back in Vancouver, BC, Canada, before I had kids. And at the time when I first met her, I think my wife was just pregnant and I was uh, doing a lot of events in Vancouver. Christine and me, we put on a, um, a workshop together all about LinkedIn. Uh, she's spoken at a few of my different events all about marketing. And um, today I have the pleasure and honor of interviewing our guest. Her name is Christine Till and she's joining us from Alberta, Canada. And she's definitely the expert in there of LinkedIn. And for us entrepreneurs, uh, we definitely need to get better at LinkedIn to get those leads and clients and um, you know optimize our presence all over social media but LinkedIn makes sense in terms of business so Christine is a published author LinkedIn expert and uh, she coaches and mentors people on the subject as well so Christine how are you doing over there in Alberta Canada today I'm doing great Alberta Sounds great. So uh, welcome to the show. And apologies, by the way, we might have a little bit of Wi-Fi lags or hiccups, but hey, life as a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. So Christine, we love starting a story, uh, our show off by learning your story. Start the show by learning the story. So Christine, why don't you share with us a quick version of your story? You have a whole book on this subject, and I know you're quite passionate about uh, sharing about uh, what happened to you and how you got into being an entrepreneur, and now how you became a real targeted specialist in the area of LinkedIn. But why don't you give us a quick uh, two-minute version of your background? Okay, two minutes or less. Well, I was literally dragged into social media uh, May 24th of 2009 and when that happened I had not been on any social media whatsoever and the reason I'm sharing this with you is um, who are um, hesitant to get on social media and LinkedIn is actually quite it's 2001 was LinkedIn was officially launched and I had got on there because I had to prove that he because his target audience was on was the daughters of the seniors who were helping them their parents make the just work during the day and they were online at night looking for solutions and so I was talking to my oldest son who is uh, he works with on one of their lead team leads uh, heading up a, a team of software engineers said, well why don't you take podcast show so that's where I first started using uh, LinkedIn and and having a podcast show I've got to tell everybody that I'm so scared of 
being online that I read the entire terms of use for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, that's <laughs> a week's worth of reading. <laughs> I did. And, and I'm really glad I did because it helps me be able to help people. And then Boss and I decided we didn't together in January the 4th of 2011. I was talking to my son again, and he wanted to start a marketing show. started the Marketing Mentress Show. And I used LinkedIn to find people to interview. And grown over the years, as I have seen the need and where people's pain is, I used my leads from LinkedIn. And I've coached people in Australia, New Zealand, Cyprus, Mexico, Germany, the UK, all across the United States, and all across Canada. So I'm like a, a, a Australian. <laughs> visited these countries indirectly through clients of mine. And I, everybody around you, and the thing that really makes me stick with LinkedIn is the fact that um, oh well maybe LinkedIn is so important anymore and I see all different other kinds of, of um, platforms none of them are good none of them they, they all tout that they're going to get better leads and more leads than LinkedIn but the quality of and the way you get through LinkedIn is way more superior than any of the other platforms. And I've tried quite a few different ones. This is how it were like. And I want to thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> this is awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I had a chance to be on Christine's uh, podcast. And now, a few years later, I'm returning you the favor by uh, featuring her as one of my guests. <laughs> So Christine, you've actually published an amazing book, which I had a chance to actually uh, read through about your journey, uh, being fired at 50 and then becoming an entrepreneur, and uh, definitely a phenomenal read. Uh, tell us a little bit about that part of your story in terms of being fired and uh, transitioning to an entrepreneur, and of course, writing the book. Wait, was, um, if somebody hands you a pink slip to me, if they don't have another job for you to go to, you're And that is what launched my idea of my book for Fired at 50. And I thought, when not a frump, I don't have dementia, I'm smart, I could go out and get a job anywhere. And so I put out a myriad of ways, I got four job interviews and one job offer. For ten dollars an hour. No, no. Now I know a lot of dollars an hour is a lot of money, but in Canada the cost of living is really high, and you're you're just for your and you cannot live on ten dollars an hour in Canada. So I find an alternative. 
Awesome. So uh, now you're a full-on entrepreneur, uh, coaching and teaching people at LinkedIn. And I'd really, I'd really like to do a deeper dive into LinkedIn. Uh, on our show, we've uh, covered uh, 440 different episodes, but we haven't done a, a show dedicated to LinkedIn only. So I'm super excited that uh, we're finally covering LinkedIn in terms of uh, doing a much deeper dive into how people can optimize this usage. So with the wide variety of social media, we've got Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, we got Snapchat, we got Pinterest, and uh, so on and so forth. Why do you feel, Christine, that pe uh, people should really be focused on LinkedIn? What makes LinkedIn special? All of the other platforms is people are always putting up pictures and videos and come to my my new here my new product and all this. And if you buy by Friday, it's this price. And if you if you don't get it by Friday, go up to the pitch, pitch. And I just feel like everybody on those platforms is laughing me in the face. Slap, slap, slap. I mean, it makes me just delete, delete, delete. And they wonder, people wonder why they don't get sales by pitching their stuff all the time. And it, it's LinkedIn is a big networking room, the biggest networking room in the world. They have 100 million members or more now. And so if, if here's five reasons why you need to use LinkedIn. Let's start right there. Number one, the average age of people on LinkedIn is 43 years. Person or employee, and they have more money. And two, the second reason we need to get is the I did this research myself. The average income of people on LinkedIn, everybody on LinkedIn, is 83 to 86,000. Outcome of CEOs, just CEOs, CFOs, the executives, top executives on LinkedIn, 150,000 a year. So where are the people that have the money that can buy your stuff? And then number four reason why you need to be using LinkedIn is LinkedIn is the most professional platform far on there is there to do business and number five the secret to the groups now we get we each get on a free platform of 15 it's one five in mails now the email or messaging platform on LinkedIn is called mail so when you message people on LinkedIn that you are not connected to without inviting them to connect to you, you email. And the only way you can use your free emails is in the groups. You need to group where the people are that would be most likely to buy your stuff. So let's just use health and wealth, for instance. And a lot of people in they don't have they say oh wait I, I don't how how am I going to use LinkedIn LinkedIn is a mainly for business to business thing 
those CEOs and CFOs and COOs and CDOs, they need stuff. And if you start writing a blog on the benefits of um, the benefits, so if you're in health and wellness, the benefits of acai berries. Something that's maybe entertaining just a tad, right? And you post those in your. And it's really easy to start seeing people get commenting on your posts. Then that's your opportunity to reach out to them and say, yes. I, I, I thank you for your comment or thank you for liking my post. Let's set up a chat and see if we can find some ways I call so we can help each other. And it's remember, this is a networking room. If you go to a network meeting, there's actual people in the room. You don't go up to somebody and just give out your business card. Hi, I'm Christine Till. I'm not. Here's this card. You're getting it. Want, nobody's going to keep that card. You're just throwing your money out the window. Networking So when you go into LinkedIn, you need to build relationships with people. And I am what you call Lion, LinkedIn Open Networker, L-I-O-N. And I will accept a pretty much any, but here's a caveat, two caveats. I check their profile. If there is no headshot on their profile, that they are in the process of building their profile and they're um, working them and they have up their professional hedge or I'll check their profile and if there is almost nothing on there and they do have a headshot I will not connect them except that request to connect there are believe it or not fake profiles on LinkedIn and so that's why you don't want to connect with those headshot or if there's nothing in the in the body of the profile and because I've read their terms of use for LinkedIn, I see people getting on to LinkedIn and rather than set up their profile page as themselves, they set it up with their business logo instead of a headshot. The background is a picture of their, from their business. That's okay. You can do that. You can set up a background picture that's from your business. Just a headshot, not your logo. Your company logo is not you. Your profile is all about you and who you are and how you help other people and why you want to help other people and why you do what you do. People want to know who you are and what inspires you. They don't want to know what you do until they put that with you. They need to know that. And it takes three to six months to build enough rapport with some face-to-face networking meeting. Uh, you have to be aware of the fact that they're both you know, human beings, just like 
me and they have feelings and they're gregarious like me and they want to know about who I am before they're to want to use any of my services so we have three to make people look at your headshot and whether you've got a second at your name and just your name goes in that line no MBA BA no silent just your name goes in that line unless you're a dog so dr. Christine Till I'm not but <laughs> just using that as an example and the third second they look at your headline so if you're in wellness and you say I'm a um, uh, yoga specialist and at such such, such yoga studios well, there might be a whole bunch of other yoga specialists at the same studio. So you want to find how you can make yourself different. And you have up to 127 characters available to you that you use for your headline. If you're on a street corner and you're selling newspapers, what is it that's going to make all your paper look at your profile and if your headline says realtor with century 21 they're not. so you've got to make yourself different from all your competition so you need to know your competition so that you can find out how you're different just being you you are different so i used to sell real estate actually in top sales and and in the top 10 for a few years until the market crashed and I had four kids. <laughs> I was different. I specialized with for sale by owners. That is the toughest client in the whole real estate market because they're trying to sell their property themselves because they don't feel that they can afford to pay for a realtor. And I ended up by doing that, and I'm just choosing this, I'm not using it to brag, but by being a specialized person, specializing in sale by owners, I ended up being top lister in my office. So all the other realtors in my office had just There were the sale as well, but that just goes to show you, I thought, you know what, I can have all the listings, get as many listings as can't because I'll at least get part of every sale that goes through that office. So, what is it you do makes different? So, Ricky, you're different because you're the you're the the digital nomad. What is it you, your book talk about? Dads, right? Being fathers, being good dads. So, those are some things that you can include in your headline. And I've always admired has such a great heart for for family and you really worked on building that and i see your little girl sometimes showing up in some of your your uh, <laughs> video presentations yeah and she's sweet as can be and she's very well behaved it's like 
so proud to be sitting by her daddy. So you're doing a lot of great things and things that are right. So make sure that you are different from other nomad, digital nomad daddies out there. Make sure you put them in profile. I hope you don't mind me using you as an example. So once you pass that three seconds, then da, 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 da. if you don't have a summary, you're going to lose them for good. <laughs> that summary is, um, it tells your why. It tells who you are. And a little bit makes what you do, but not how you do it. What inspired you to do what you do? Who are you? Want to know who is this? Why should I be reading more about this person? So the headline leads them to read the summary, and then they'll go read the rest of your file. In your summary, that you can really magnify all of your keywords, the words that people search. Somebody like you, and they couldn't didn't know your name, and they didn't know the name of your company. So you go in, you at the bottom of your summary when you're writing your summary. You have something like two thousand characters available to you, twelve hundred to thousand. Um, at the very bottom, you list all your specialties. So you just type the word specialties colon and but marketing colon or comma branding comma linkedin expert comma coach comma coach if you think that would people would google if they didn't know your name or your name of your business and you're necessarily going to read those but those are at the bottom of your summary for the search engines anything we Everything we run LinkedIn and all of our social media, we need to think search engines. What are they going to find? What are they going to read? And that right below your summary where you can write articles and publish articles. And people will choose. And see that the last published was December of 2015 and it's 2018, July. They're going to go, oh how serious they are about their business so there has to be recent posts on your uh, I call it your in block but that's their art they call them articles and always make sure you have a picture with your articles oh so using these free pictures online you have to be so careful and a lot of these platforms will say it's free but they're really not some of them really aren't so you have to be really careful that you're not some picture so to speak so i just signed up for dreams time and i just get pictures and i pay for my pictures make sure that nobody be anybody else's privileges online i i know if i was putting or i would condition for those get paid for those so it's just like copying movies without permission so those
key areas, but let's go back. So, oh, and when you're doing, when you're putting in your, listing your experience and your, uh, and your education, make sure you fill out a description of each one so that you can, and use keywords, those keywords. It's not because you're going to brag about all the things you studied or all the things you did. It's the search engines that you're further have a list of your endorsements for people, your special skills and endorsements, they call it. I'm just going to tell you a directly to me, inviting me to a big downtown Vancouver. And I thought, oh, yay. And it was free. I went, oh, this is really cool. We're serving but oh, this is you get to meet all the other LinkedIn gurus in the area. Well, I was very disappointed when I got there. I hardly knew I, they were full of people that I knew were LinkedIn experts. And anyway, we we the presentation and they had these great screens on each side of the stage, and they were talking about all the latest things and the latest developments with LinkedIn going with LinkedIn and then at the very end all of a sudden there's my picture my headshot from my LinkedIn each side of the stage on the big greens and I went oh, what's going on <laughs> and they said Christine Till we come to the stage we have and you know what that award was for having the most endorsements of anyone in the province of British Columbia that time. Wow. And I thought endorsements were bogus because people would connect with me and then right away they'd endorse me for five things. And I'd go, they don't even know, they don't even know me. How can they endorse me, right? So what I was doing though is I, I thought, oh, this is nice. I'll, I'll at least accept the endorsements. That's how I ended up getting the most endorsements. But it's, it's, it gives you credibility. When people invite those, those special that you've listed, 99 plus, because that's as far as LinkedIn will show, then it gives you huge credibility. And another thing that people check out is how many connections you have. And you want to make sure that you have 500 plus students. Because that's a platform. You can and so people don't know if you have 501 or 30,000 to just see you as a because you've got 500 plus. So in their mind, they think you're really, really well connected. So check that out. And then another thing I've done, I've got, I've received close to 200 recommended written recommendations. And I have only ever asked for one. Incredible. And the reason I get these recommendations, I write recommendations for other people first. And they get that glowing recommendation. And then they say, oh, I'll write one for Christine. And then they write one back. And what better do you Great rapport with somebody and create 
credibility with somebody than to write them a recommendation. Clients with, um, I, I will write them a recommendation on LinkedIn, and then they usually turn around and write for me. One day for a networking meeting, and there was a group of people standing together talking, and this one gal had just happened to use one of my webinars and she'd attended a webinar and she I heard her as I was walking by she said oh I just had did a webinar with the marketer and she taught me this and this and this and this and this and, and I, as I was walking by and I said stuck my head in the circle and I said and she said sure so that's the only one I've ever asked for it's really it gives you some credibility. So I've got a lot of uh, articles that I've published on there, and I usually tips, marketing tips and LinkedIn tips, mostly LinkedIn tips. So if you're wondering what I should blog about, what, what, what can I think about what your customer's pain is? What do they need? It's key to call morning and when you get find the answers to that then that'll give you a whole list of things I take a little notebook with me all the time and I've got multiple notebooks all different colors <laughs> and I just have one in my purse me at wherever I go so if I'm standing in line waiting for uh, something at uh, a, a cafe or, or or, uh, or if I'm waiting in line for groceries or at the bank to do my banking, I will pull out my book and just write a few thoughts, words to give me ideas about things to write about. And I have quite a following now. People who say, uh, they'll reach out and ask to connect with me. And I, I always try to answer them back and say, hey, what inspired you to reach out to? What else? Well, I've been following your your blogs for a while, and I really appreciate the information that I get on your blogs. Those are key tips. So when you're using your free in-mails, back to the in-mails, you can only use them in the groups. So make sure you join group. Your ideal customers might hang up. So if you're in health and wellness, you want to join groups this have high stress and may need vitamins um, or if you're a massage therapist you want to join those same kinds of CEO they need a massage and you can do searches on LinkedIn and narrow them right down to your own city so that you can have people from a certain company people from a certain city you can narrow it right down and target your exact audience. LinkedIn has done a lot of changes and a lot of improvements on the platform. And for a while there, we were all rolling our eyes like, oh my gosh, they're ruining it. They have now got to the point where you can do wonderful searches and target your audience so well. It's Unless you're in a little tiny town like Kalmar. <laughs> I, I've actually done searches in Calmar and got two people. 
<laughs> my search. But um, and some of the searches, depending on who you're searching for, what kind of a company you're searching for, some of them might come up with nothing. What they have done, if you understand Boolean searches, B-O-O-L-E-A-N is how you spell it, Boolean, Boolean searches are, in simple terms, they are ways of putting together words to, to search for ideal customers or, or search for ideal clients. And the way that they have set up their search on LinkedIn is like that. So they've taken the Boolean searches and taken it a step further so that you can save them and then LinkedIn will send you searches, results of those searches with so many leads for you. So right now and she got a search alert that those search alerts come to your regular email and she right away. And I'm overwhelmed. I got the search alert with 441 people on it. I went, oh, <laughs> it works. It really works. And so once you get, when you get those search alerts, then if you have uh, in-mail, paid in-mail, just send them a message directly without asking them to connect with you. You do never want to ask people to connect with you that you do not know. Um, you need is for five people to to IDK you, and if you by five people, your profile will get sent to LinkedIn jail. That's frozen. It takes you ten to to get it unfrozen, and it it uh, has happened to a couple of my clients because they didn't listen to my advice. One guy, his name was Avi, and he had a profile all set up, and I helped him set up his profile, and he puts this headshot, a lizard eye, it's called eye with the green scales around it, and you can see that it's a lizard eye, and I said, Avi, you're going to get your profile frozen. He said, oh, no, they know what, we're techies, he was a, a computer, a software engineer, <laughs> the next week, his profile was so we have to be so careful. LinkedIn sent me an email a few, a few weeks ago that they are really watching for profiles that are violating their terms of use. They start sending them to LinkedIn. So I've been really taking it upon myself to make sure I let people know that. Make sure you've got a hedge where the headshot goes, not your company local, and you set it up like a personal profile. You can set up a company page, like you can set up a business page on Facebook, you can set up a company page on LinkedIn, and it's free. So, I've covered some basic things here, and yes. I hope that's helping. Yes, thank you, thank you. You've been very comprehensive. We covered a lot of stuff, everything from why you should be on LinkedIn to having an optimal profile in terms of your headshot, uh, your headline, the summary, uh, what to include, your, your why, the sense of purpose. 
and not just what you do, but why you do it. You talked about groups. Uh, you, you talked about the articles. You talked about so much, uh, uh, you know, useful info already, Christine. Uh, what I'm curious about, and I, I know a lot of people have this question, is how do you take a social media platform and actually monetize it? Uh, people have the struggle all the time. They're producing great content. They're producing great uh, status updates, but they don't see it converting. They don't see the conversion into sales, into cash, into clients. Uh, so tell me uh, your strategies for turning your LinkedIn connections to LinkedIn clients, connections to clients. How do you do it? Um, every day, sorry, my chair is crooked here. Um, every day, the first thing I do when I go on LinkedIn is I who's viewed my profile. They viewed my profile for a reason. Why did they go there? I don't know. So I go in there and I say, my profile for a visit tell me what was it the question you had in your mind that you wanted to ask me at the time and tell me I help you, either myself or through my network they always get back to me because I'm asking them open-ended questions that make them so who when and why where what how and then people have to they that's they see that and they'll lots of them say oh no I was just um, for something your profile popped up or something like that and that's okay but I've got I've gotten business from people checking my profile and me noticing that and responding to them so most people ignore who's viewed their profile they don't they don't get back to you also want to look at people also viewed so when you look at somebody's profile look at the bottom right side and see who else has viewed their profile I got I, I've gotten clients were to somebody who was in either Vancouver or Toronto I've had a couple of them and they saw people also viewed, and they contacted me as a result of that one of the things that I've found we to be we just have a profile up there and we're not posting things we need to post things on LinkedIn three to five times a day minimum three times a day there has to be something going out on your LinkedIn if you're just posting once a week they're never going to see you nobody will see you because the feeds now are getting so fast that if they check eight o'clock in the morning at earth if if your post goes out at eight o'clock in the morning you don't speak they will never see it that's why you have to have three to five posts a day going out an auto posting system and I go on there and I, I clock myself. I spend at least an, a half hour to an hour a day in LinkedIn, just on my LinkedIn. And I respond to people who have posted in my feed and I comment on, on them and share them. So here's the rule of 10, 10 posts. Six of them are shares or repeat reposts from somebody that would be for your community, for your connections. Three 
are ones you've written yourself. Your is a pitch. So one-tenth or 10% of the time, we're pitching our business. So, so the center of our marketing needs to be our blog. That's why you have articles that you publish on LinkedIn. And I say to people, if you don't have a website, and acts as a really great substitute if you've got it plumped up and looking like a killer profile on there. So much in helpful, help build the rapport that you need. Now, if you have in mail and you reach out to key people in the groups, I want to make sure that you not. I have um, a word file that I save different blurbs that I use after retype every time and then so I'll if it's um thanks for connecting or joining my network I will just have the base and copy and paste it on my message on the message part and then I tweak it to fit their so that it doesn't look like it's a copy and paste with LinkedIn you can your original your first contact with people needs to be like a one-on meeting because you're in a networking meeting as you build rapport with these people and they say and you decide that you want to communicate through your email then you can ask their mission to put you put them on your newsletter once a month to receive one of your newsletters you're always thinking you make the original contact but what's the next step are you setting them up for the next step and moving them forward you mailing list are you using your mailing list that's all like LinkedIn is you can your whole list of people on LinkedIn and put them in a mailing list but you will get your mailing rules and guidelines out there but if you get a double opt-in you have somebody who's given you their permission to put them on your mailing list you can do that but I, I tell you oh I've had another thought an epiphany you know on the on the top of your profile page uh, people there's a there's a place where you can have your contact information you click on there very people put their contact information on there so if you're on LinkedIn you're on LinkedIn for a reason on LinkedIn to get business right so you pretend you open a store on Main Street oh you've got this beautiful little red door and you've got all objects and everything inside the store and you've got it open and come in and see what you've got but you lock the door That's what you're doing when you any contact information on your profile. You're locking everybody out. So think about at least put a, a phone number on there. You can call if you want to put an email on there. That's up to you. But I've got my email on there, my phone number on there, and people reach out to me and start an email list or whatever. You can always just unsubscribe. It's just it's not a big deal. And that 
other thing is your URL, that online address for your LinkedIn profile. On the top right corner, you'll see there's a little blue bar there that talks about, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's where you set up your personal profile. And if you use the LinkedIn URL that LinkedIn gives you, it says the LinkedIn stuff, http colon forward slash forward slash www dot LinkedIn forward slash I am forward slash uh, Christine Till forward. And then it says 789ZYG8765. It's lumber. And it's very unprofessional to, to not go in there and edit that and make it your own. So that little blue bar, you click on that little blue bar and you go up and, and IRL and that's really important so awesome I think I've got it all yes <laughs> yes yes you've been very comprehensive and obviously you can do coaching and uh, uh, do further support people can check out your LinkedIn profile I'll have the link below yes. uh, but if people wanted to get some private support and help and mentorship and coaching uh, what is the best way to contact you is it LinkedIn is it your website your social media how can they reach out uh, Christine you know, on LinkedIn just type in Christine Till and I'm the only marketing mentress in the world so if you type in marketing mentress on Google I come all, all over the first two pages for sure maybe into the third page awesome uh, I'll have those links below so once again there are more than one Christine Till <laughs> Well, there you go. Marketing Mentress, Marketing Mentress, and Christine Till. I'll have those links below, so if you're watching the interview on YouTube, you'll be able to click right through on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or one of the podcast directories, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so, Christine, thank you for all of your insights and expertise into the area of LinkedIn. I know I'm going to go back to my LinkedIn and tweak several things based on your advice here on the show. So I wanted to give you a big thank you, and Shay Shay here from Taipei, Taiwan. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a privilege and honor to be to have a chance to connect with you again, Ricky. Thank you, and uh, thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Make sure you connect with Christine. Uh, once again, I'll have those links below, and make sure you connect with us. We're DaddyBlogger.com, and uh, look forward to connecting with you guys again on the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world, but also how to optimize and master your LinkedIn. So thanks everyone, and happy travels.